Hello everyone, this is Scooty and you are listening to Simple Truths. Hello guys, you are tuning in to another episode of Simple Truths. Episode Lore Oli Nole. I kind of like that one. That's the one I always say in my head, no cap. I haven't recorded a video or a audio, a podcast in like 50,000 years. It's been a long time coming. So I'm sorry for having you guys wait for so long, but you didn't wait. So it was only me waiting because you don't even know what's going on on this side. Anyways, hello, hello, hello. So this season, this season has been freaking crazy. Um, This season is... I guess I'll call it the coming to Christ season because that's really what's been happening is I'm coming back to Christ. I am, you know, I'm 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 coming back to the church. I'm on the way to the wedding with divinity, with God. You know, the 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 collection of the last four seasons. It's beautiful to see the build up, to see the path that led me here because I loved God. I love God. I loved God. I was seeing him. I was listening. I was learning to listen. Like I was, you know, building the foundations to be able to fully and confidently say, I believe I am a vessel of God sent here to help heal and spread love and spread his word and just help people figure it out before they leave because i'm gonna say something there's a lot of us running around like we don't know what the fuck is going on right we're running around we don't know anything we don't know what we want to do we don't know who we want to like oh my gosh and i'm gonna try to be very very gentle because as i've come to know the space between not having known and knowing is 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 widening and because i know that i've always been looking to know my my life has been fueled my life is fueled now but before it wasn't fueled by god consciously okay i'm gonna step back because subconsciously subconsciously i was raised in the faith subconsciously deep 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 in my subconscious i remembered god i remembered that god loves everybody i remembered that it's god's plan you know it's his plan it's his story we're just a part of it i remembered that god was responsible for everything you know he's in control he's omnipotent he's all-knowing he welcomes you to talk to him i knew that stuff okay And I just want to say right now, this is an important conversation for me because I'm the only one having it. (laughs) Because, you know, as you talk, this is when realizations come. So I call on God and the Holy Spirit to just enter me while I speak now and allow me to have some revelations. Give me the gifts of the Holy Spirit so that I may have wisdom, may have understanding, that I may see awesomeness, I may know you, that I have peace, patience, strength, you know, the whole enchilada, the whole kit and caboodle. I knew that stuff. Thank God. Because I grew up in Catholic school and I grew up in Christian school and I had a super Catholic mom. You know, the messages were there. Okay? Throughout my life, I... There's a verse in the Bible that says, you know, children, honor your parents. 
you know, I do whatever they say, which is a little risky because there's not a bunch of good parents. But let's say you got some good fucking parents. Listen to them. Doesn't even really matter. But hey. And then it also says parents do not irritate your children for they will be discouraged. Let's just break that down. Parent or not about the about irritation and what it does to us discourages us. I grew up like many in a world of irritations. <laughs> I went to a predominantly white school. I was the only black girl, and every day there seemingly was something that worked to make me realize and remember that to make me see that I wasn't the same as everyone else. And now I'm an adult. I know how beautiful that was. Because I was different. And, I, and I'm so grateful that I had a space from very young that made me know that. Sometimes I focused on the wrong differences. And I let those differences be shrouded in negativity. Which irritated me and discouraged me. I had a home life where I was deeply confused. I felt the love of my parents, but I didn't feel seen or understood. Which created this dichotomy of invisibility mixed with love an unseen love love where you're not seen love where you're not heard love where you don't feel validated and it irritated me and I got discouraged then I started dating you know my situation with boys was part of my differences when I was growing up and the discouragement I felt but when I went to college I felt like I would be born anew I had a long distance boyfriend who irritated me and I became discouraged but I went to college and I thought everything would change like I literally thought I'd walk through the door and everything would be different in my face it was different but it wasn't in my face and I fell in love with the major and I fell out of it, which irritated me and discouraged me. I fell out with some friends, which irritated me and discouraged me. So many things. My faith. I saw what others of the same faith were doing and saying, what haters of the faith were doing and saying. Lovers, all the same, confused people. And it irritated me and it discouraged me. And I ran around for so long, so irritated, so discouraged. I didn't see anymore because I didn't want to, right? When I was a baby, when I was young, my babysitter, who is very close to me now, she said that, I used to be so overwhelmed by humans and seeing them and them seeing me that I would burst out into tears every time I would walk the streets. We lived in New York, so maybe it was too many people. And I'm sensitive and I'm an empath, so I get it. But I used to bust out crying. It used to be too much for me, so I used to close my eyes. She'd just say, cover your eyes, and they can't see you. And I think I adopted that because what I was seeing, even still, but it's different now. What I was seeing overwhelmed me. It was so much. It was so much. First off, the seeing them, right? I saw a bunch of people, right? Humans. I was seeing people, like, entirely. And 
it was hard. I didn't know what else to do as a child but cry. I couldn't do anything else. And then there was the added part of them seeing me. That kind of was the cherry on top of the cake of my breakdown, I think, probably. Because, I don't know, I guess speaking as my childhood self now, I guess I thought that like it was, it was one thing for me to see them. That didn't take anything from them, for me to see them. It was all I knew how to do, right? It's what my eyes are here for, is to see. So I see them, I saw them, and most of them never saw me, never even bothered to look at me. But for some reason, as soon as I noticed that one of them did, I couldn't take it. I couldn't take it. I don't know. And this is a revelation and a reflection for me right now because it's timely, because it's what I'm dealing with in dating, in friendship, right? My life. I don't mind crying. So I don't mind seeing you. I don't think that that was the problem. I think the problem came when I felt seen. It, I don't know why. It was just too much. It was so much that I wanted to close my eyes and just get to where I was going. I didn't want to see anymore because the power I felt to be seen was more than I could handle. I'm saying that now, I don't know what that means. I was a child, a baby, and I'm going to pray that it's something that I learn the meaning of and, and how to make that okay and create balance because that is a very true reflection of like my inabilities to be seen and that's kind of the next struggle of my life that I'm stepping into right that's the yeah that that before I was seeing everybody and I was crying a lot and I guess I have to learn how to be seen and like yeah because I don't know how to do that because the guy I'm seeing now he sees me I think he sees me and it's scary and I think I like I'm resonating with how I guess I make other people feel because I remember I used to date this one guy who like felt so uncomfortable by that. He felt like it was always on. It was always on, you know, and I guess, yeah, I guess I feel like maybe that's a lot of pressure for someone to see you because you feel like accountable to be you. It's tiring a little, but it shouldn't be conscious so I don't know. I'm happy that I got to reflect on that memory and like kind of break it down and relate it to how I'm feeling now. I'd never done that before or seen those things. So that was really important. But just to kind of close this off, you know, my journey right now is hard because I love all of you guys. I'm just trusting. I'm just, I gotta chill and breathe and wait and watch. Because it's, it's a lot right now. I feel a fucking lot for everyone. And I gotta just... I wanna do what I can in any way, shape, or form. It doesn't matter to me. So long as it means people's eyes will be opened. It's, it's all I give a fuck about. Genuinely. I genuinely only care about 
about all of us being upward bound, you know? I don't want another person to die on my watch. I really don't. And I know that's not nothing I can do. I mean, there's nothing, like, there's a lot I can do, but it's not only me. It's definitely not only me. I'm just a servant working for an awesome guy who hired me to give a fuck about y'all on behalf of him while I'm here. And to live my life loving him and loving you guys, loving myself. And the truth of that is becoming increasingly more solid, but the reality of it is hard. There's a lot of negative, evil, dark spirits lingering unlatched on all of us. That's who I often find myself talking to. I'm trying to remember like y'all and then not the negative spirits. Boy, is it hard. Just keep sending me love and prayers. I'm gonna send it to you, but be with me. I appreciate y'all. These episodes might be a lot shorter than last one. It doesn't matter. Time's not real. I said what I needed to say. I learned what I needed to learn. But I guess the main thing was about the pattern of irritation and discouragement. We gotta stay vigilant, y'all. We gotta, that's what we're here. We gotta stay on watch. Cause the second coming, fuck with me or don't fuck with me, bro. Talk about second coming. Jesus, in the simplest tongue, is an idea, right? It's a way of living. It's a way of being. How you choose to walk. God is our omnipotent father. God created this place. There is a creator. I don't know why the fuck you'd want to call him anything else but God, but that's okay. Call it mother, universe, whatever. But God, the creator, the creator sent his son. He lives in a triune family, the Holy Spirit and the son of God, and then God, the father. The son of God saw what was happening here, and he wanted to save us. Cause I'm pretty sure God saw that shit. He was tired of that shit. He done did the flood. He done did that shit. Y'all niggas wasn't motherfucking getting it. Son of God came and incarnated Jesus. He came down from heaven into a baby and spent his time with the elders, with the teachers, the house of God from a young age. Doesn't matter what fucking age. It isn't real. In the, in the form of Jesus. Even though. Even though. You came from God. The triune family. In order. To teach us. How to live. In order to enter the kingdom of God. He took on the form. Of a human. He took on the form. Of God's servant. Because he's not. He's the king of kings. The Son of God. But for us, He came and took on this form and lived as a human with the trials of that, choosing to be a servant of God and watching what happened to Him. Let it happen to Him because He knew it's not His story. So that we could all be witnesses to the most awesome blueprint of how to move towards God. So every day, in all my decisions, I try, and I do, when I can, when I must, always, to commune with Jesus, because that's your homie. You can talk to God, but Jesus is the one, the Son of God is the one 
that came here to save us and give us salvation and show us and give us a way out by teaching. For a while, I believed that Jesus was just a man, awesome prophet. And in terms of, of humanity, then I guess yes, in terms of humanity, from human to human, that was what his human form was. But his God form, the God in him was the son of God. And he came and invited us to also be adopted children of God. He came and invited us to be adopted children of God. I'm going to say it again until my mom's gone. Jesus came and he adopted us into his family and said, God too can be your father. And this is a very important part of something I learned, right? Jesus and us. This is what I'm coming to, I think, believe. Coming to know. Jesus had God in him. Okay? Jesus had God in him. This is an important thing I'm about to say. You're made in the image and likeness of God. So is Jesus. We're brothers and sisters in God. Okay? He gave us that. So just step in that. Okay? So when I talk about this, like, hear you. Okay? You have God in you. Right? If you're listening to this, you have God in you. Even if you're not listening to this, you have God in you. Because you were created by God. You made us in his image and likeness. We, ha- we, we have powers. We're not just human, okay? We're children of God. We say those words, but it's something real. Those with eyes see, those with ears hear, so hear me, please. We are children of God. We have been given miraculous gifts to change to inspire, to encourage, to heal, to help, to love, to spread God's word and joy. We've been given many skills and tools that will enable us to do that. Magical skills, empathy, sensitivity, healing, communication, being able to speak in tongues. power in who you are pay attention but there's many routes you can take knowing that can give you power the devil tempted jesus he would cite prayers and verses to him from the bible asking him to test god sometimes we utilize those powers in a way that's testing god i used to love my tarot and i feel like this is just risky it's a lack of faith. It's a faith in the cards. It's a faith in, you know, even if you give it to God, it's not patient, right? So you can tap into the power that is you. You can. That's what I've been talking to you guys a lot about. But it's about who or what you serve. You serve are you are you, you for money? Are you you for attention or fame or gratitude? Are you you for friends, for recognition? Why do you exist every day? What are you doing it for? Who are you doing it for? Are you living for your kids? Are you living for your husband? Are you living for your cars? Are you living for your job? Are you living for your dream? Are you living for your dreams? Are you living for your future? Are you living for your past? Are you even living for right now? That's 
where the utilization of your power comes in, right? We want you to tap into who you are. Tap into your power. Tap into what you're capable of. Tap into the gifts that you have inside you. That's the step one. But the sin of idolatry is far more complex than we give it the time. So many of us are worshiping idols. We are serving others, things. We're living for anything but God. If the answer to my question earlier wasn't God and his plan, the universe and her plan, the cosmic truth, then I personally don't believe that you are there yet. Jesus saw the God in him. He saw what he could do. He knew what he could do. But he instead chose without losing any of his godly gifts chose to be a servant for God and God's storyline. There's a lot of storylines that we can live for out here. A lot of people and things we can choose to serve. The money one is a big one. Almost everybody is living for money, is serving the God of money. This is God's world. God the creator, God the father. Too many people are talking about it for you to not have heard, for you to not have felt encouraged to find out for yourself, to talk to the creator of this world and say, I want to see you and I want to know the truth. Help me open my eyes. Wait, watch, and pray. Prayer is just communing with the higher. Speaking to the universe, to the creator, and telling him what you feel and what you see. And allowing him to respond via conversations with your friends, songs, things you read. So long as your ears are open and looking for him, then you will hear him. As long as your heart is open and recognizing that everything that comes is from him, then you will be able to see him and what he has to say in response to what you've said to him. Make sure you apologize once you come to know. Make sure you recognize that you now believe and know that this is God's story and many a times you tried to step in the way. He loves you. He knew that. But it never hurts to say sorry. So, we talked about a lot of things today. But... I guess the last final takeaway was just like, Jesus was an awesome guy, incarnate of the Son of God, who chose to live his life as a servant of God so that we may all be witnesses to what it is we have to do. And his witnesses wrote a book of what it is they saw and what they heard. You are able to use your own eyes and your own ears to see and hear what God intended for you to receive from that book, from those words. So, yeah. Continue to walk in love and walk in light. I'm excited. <laughs> this is a great chat. A lot of revelations for me here. Anyways, yes. Happy Tuesday, my loves. I hope you have a great rest of your day and see you next episode. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Simple Truths, a Sip and Wiscuti production. 